serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. The world is watching. Bombs are raining down on innocent civilians throughout the Ukraine. And uh, the president of France, uh, Emmanuel Macron, said when he spoke to Putin, the, the worst is yet to come. And that is scary. Um, you know, part of, uh, you know, looking at this war, watching it on TV, reading all about it. Uh, what what do you think it was like for someone on the ground in Ukraine when the war started? Well, why don't we find that out? Uh, he's an ASU grad. He's an ABC News uh, producer. He was there with Martha Raditz uh, when this whole thing started in Ukraine. Sam Sweeney now joins us on KTAR. Sam, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us. So you're on the ground in Ukraine. Russia starts invading where were you and did you get just a pit in your stomach you're you're like my goodness i'm in the middle of this mess and that's exactly how it feels you know you think you're prepared but you we didn't know what it was going to be like you know was it going to be shock and awe we knew that it was happening um and we we were given warning i was with martha raddatz and a senior pentagon official texted her and said We are in the last few moments of peace on the European continent for a long time to come. Be careful. And we were sitting in the hotel hallway at the time, and she just showed me her phone. We didn't need to speak. Uh, We both knew what that meant, and it was a very somber moment um, at that time. And that's when we knew that it was coming. Um, We had been there, you know, uh, over the weekend. Martha did this week from Lviv. Uh, people were going out to restaurants, they were at the bars, they were walking in the streets, they were in parks, life was normal. Um, and for so long, we had been told that this was coming, but we didn't know when it was coming. And in the back of your mind, you thought, I mean, this is an, a, a, a peaceful country, uh, you know, people are going to work, everything is normal, there's going to be no invasion here. Um, and then it started to change. And, and by Wednesday, uh, that's when we got that warning, and we knew it was coming And then the Pentagon had told us, hey, look, you know, everything is ready to go. It could be within one hour and you're sitting in your hotel room and Martha walks in and she says, you need to close your blinds. And in my head, I'm thinking because they would see the lights. And she said, and then I said that out loud and she said, no, because if they start launching missiles, your windows will shatter and the glass will hit you. But if you have your curtains closed, you'll be more protected. Mm, And that's, that's when it hit me. Crazy. Talking to uh, uh, Sam Sweeney, ABC News producer, was with Martha Raddatz as the the invasion began. So uh, from the moment it began to the time you left, what was that like uh, right there? Were you I mean, because it it seemed to it wasn't the blitzkrieg and, you know, the shock and awe we thought. But, you know, and you guys were were far enough away, at least at the beginning. uh, Did did you get a sense that it was coming to you right then and there or that you were going to have some time? We, we didn't know. Uh, you know, we were in Lviv, which is in the western portion of the country, so we thought we were pretty safe there. We went up onto the roof with uh, the former NATO ambassador, and he pointed to a radio tower, and he said, that's a, a target. He pointed to the runway at the airport. He said, that's the target, because he Russia would not want us to resupply and fuel this insurgency, so they're going to knock out the runway. And then he pointed to a local military academy that was about a mile from our hotel, and he said, that's also a, a potential <clears throat> Uh, strike zone. But again, we didn't know it was coming. And then <clears throat> you ask, we, we did end up leaving on Saturday and we got another text message Thursday night uh, from another senior official at the Pentagon. And he said, if you want to get out before, you know, a couple of weeks, you need to leave 
immediately, which would, would have been um, Friday morning. Right. And we knew we were going to go through Poland. And then we woke up that morning, Friday, and those lines were stretching miles long. You know, it was 30, 40 hours to cross the border into Poland. So we had to come up with a second um, plan B. And we drove four hours up into the Carpathian Mountains, and we crossed over a rural border into uh, rural Slovakia. Now, there were still several hundred people, mostly women uh, and children, crossing there. Um, and it took hours for them, up to 10 to 12 hours. Uh, and they were there with little kids and their husbands crying, saying goodbye at the border because they didn't know when they would see their husbands because men between 18 and 60 can't leave the country right now under martial law. They have to stay back to fight. Sam Sweeney is our guest, ABC News producer. He was over uh, in Ukraine with Martha Raditz, uh, and uh, he's an ASU grad, and he was on the ground when the war started. Do you have, you know, do you have a personal story about seeing a family? You you mentioned just a few, you know, they didn't know if they see their father again. Did you see something that really caught your eye, maybe on the way out uh, of Ukraine? Maybe it was while the war just started, but you saw a family, and that that'll never leave your 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 mind is there is there a story you can tell about that you're exactly right it will never leave your mind we saw a a father come with his kids and his wife and he's sobbing and he's carrying their luggage to the to the border and only to the border because that's as far as he can go and you're seeing this adult man sobbing his kids crying wondering why he's crying and why they're splitting apart and they're trying to explain to the kids what is happening and, and these kids are living it you know the missiles the bombs the planes they make the headlines they capture our attention but this war is about people and now upwards of a million people are trying or have fled ukraine because of this war and and we have to keep that in mind that these are people who are spending 40 50 hours in the freezing cold sub-zero or uh, below freezing temperatures snow and rain on the border, just waiting to get their papers checked, trying to get refugee status, trying to cross these borders, whether it be Poland, Slovakia, Romania, Moldova. And once they get to the other side, it's not like there's people with posters and family members waiting for them. They have no idea where they're going to go. They're just trying to get to safety and get out of their country. Sam, I know you're headed back to Ukraine. I don't know when, but be safe. Thank you for joining us. And again, be safe, okay? Thanks for having me. Sam Sweeney, ABC News producer, was alongside Martha Raditz, who's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, And uh, he's an ASU grad. He's going back in. Uh, That's what journalists do. So that's what that's what he's going to do. But it is uh, that's just uh, it's just horrifying. This war is, you know, like, uh, you know, I said before this thing started, it's going to be a TikTok war. We're going to see everything that things that we've never seen before in real time. It's not black and white. It's not, you know, watching on the military channel on the weekends. It's not. This is this is going to be instantaneous fighting and we're going to see it from not just the perspective of a journalist but on the ground where people can see what's really going on and it is it is it's horrible it's horrible all right we're gonna switch gears a little bit let's talk about other i love that word don't you it's pretty interesting uh so the largest group of voters in maricopa county is officially other other it's basically an independent it's time for Five Spot, where we put you on the spot about a news story everyone's talking about. 
We want you to call us if you switched your party affiliation to other. Here in Arizona, they don't give you the word independent. It says other. Did you leave the Republican Party for other? Did you leave the Democratic Party for other? We want to hear from you right now at 277-KTAR, and we want you to tell us why you did it. 277-5827. Five Spot is next. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing and Electrical, the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, it's time for Five Spot. We put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. We're asking you to call us if you are now an other. The largest. Doing Billy Eilish. All right. The largest group of voters in Maricopa County is officially other. Other. So we want you to call us if you switched from the Republican or the Democratic Party to other. And we want you to tell us why. Fantastic. Plenty of room under this tent, Chad. Absolutely. We expand. It's easy to expand. One, two, three, four, five. Five spot with Gatos and Chad. And again, they don't uh, give you a chance to say you're part of uh you're an independent you're an other yeah you're another okay so let's find out why people are leaving the democratic party and the republican party and switching to other five spot who's first stan in scottsdale stan you made the switch tell us why <laughs> sounds like a game i did i did I, I used to be a republican guys and now i'm uh whatever they call it unaffiliated other independent that's me why'd you do it well, you know, I go back, I'm almost 80 years old, guys, and I've been a Republican all my life up until about six months ago, and the Republican Party used to stand for things like a clean environment, you know, jobs for people, uh, conservative uh, foreign policy, but not this one. Yeah. And I tell you, the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back here was this nonsense about election fraud and stolen election. I mean, anybody with a brain know that didn't exist. But there is one, I'll tell you this, there is one case of voter fraud in this country, and his name's Donald Trump, and that's why I'm not a Republican anymore. Whoa, look at wow. that. Stan, another satisfied customer in the world of other. Thanks for your call, Stan. Well, Stan sounds like he made sense. Even though others seems to be pretty sharp. William and Buckeye, you've made the switch. Tell us why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made the switch. Um, I feel that the party, Republican Party doesn't represent me anymore um, with the election of Donald Trump. Um, not, it's just not him. He he changed the party, and I can't register or, or vote for Republicans that are affiliated with him or try to um, try to cater to his base. So uh, what, what was the what was the, what was the straw that broke the camel's back for you? I like what Stan said. What was what what, what was um, it? Was there one thing? It it was just it, the uh, President Trump's uh, behavior in basically the Republican Party. Uh, refusal to stand up to him and and do and say what's right. Gotcha. All right, this is five Thanks spot, lot, William. Uh, we're putting you on the spot about a new story everyone's talking about. The largest group of voters now in Maricopa County, independents. Here you we are go. now officially other. Other. We're asking you if you switched to other and why. Steve in Maricopa County, you've made the switch. Why? Hey guys, yeah, Steve from Maricopa County. I made the switch from Republican to independent because. Conspiracy theories tore apart my family. How did it tear apart your family? Um, I basically have a father 
and a brother that completely support QAnon. They've shut themselves off from oh. the rest of the world. Oh. They no longer live in reality. Hey, Steve, we uh, we have a friend like that. I know it's not a fa- it's not a family member, so I don't know exactly what you're going through. But um, we have a we have a friend that has gone down that rabbit hole of oh. all these cons- conspiracies. It is frightening to read what she puts on Facebook. It is frightening. Yeah. It's crazy, man. This it's crazy. information is, is really scary. You can see uh, how Russia is doing it right now with uh, their war in Ukraine. Mm. Man, it's nuts. Heart, it is, it is sorry nuts. to hear that, Sorry man. about That's that, tough. my man. Uh, Eddie in Phoenix, you've made the switch. Why? I got tired of all the politics BS. Good for um, you. I'm a teacher, proud uh, educator, completely supporting Democrats, just embarrassed of the party, embarrassed with the Republicans, what they're doing. And it's the small people that get screwed either way. So which party did you switch from? From Democrat to other. Got it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's understandable. I think both sides have lost so much. Oh. They're, they're catering and playing only to the base. Oh, true. And it is so weird. It, it really is. Mark in Goodyear, last call. on. Uh, you made the switch, Mark. Why would you make the switch? Because there's not a party right now on this planet that supports any of the citizens of the United States of America. The only people these people support are themselves. Amen. You got societies all divided. You got people crying because Trump tweeted mean. You got Biden, Pelosi, and that crooked gang doing their stuff. Mm. All while they all get richer and richer and richer, and we have less and less money by paying for the overinflated gas prices that they're all benefiting from, and everything else that's being raised in prices. They could care less. They have millions and millions of dollars. We're the ones out here working day in and day out and getting less for the work that we're doing. It's terrible. Both parties are terrible. Yep, 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 yep. Boy. Now I'm going to make everybody feel absolutely fantastically horrible. The end of the day, there is no other running. I know. And so you've got to make a choice between turd sandwich yeah. and Crap crappy sandwich. Joe's. Right. right. Five spot where we put you on the spot about a new story everyone's talking about. We asked you to call if you left the Republican or Democratic Party for other. And why did you do it? Um, yeah. You know, my good friend Grant Woods, God bless his soul, used to say country before party. Nope. It's no, nobody, personal nobody does party yep. and whatever's left people i wish more people would say that all right coming up next coming up uh we've got gas prices that could hit four dollars a gallon this weekend but i think we're looking at five soon when we'll tell you next arizona's news station ktar news 92.3 fm the gatos and chad show two till six all right we're watching as gas prices rise and uh, more money is coming out of your pocketbook so phoenix arizona Regular unleaded gas is up to three dollars and ninety cents, Jack. Yes, indeed. Yesterday was three eighty three, so it's up almost uh, seven cents. A week ago, it was three seventy four. A month ago, it was three sixty two. So a month ago, three sixty two. Today, three ninety. We're heading towards twenty eight four. We're heading towards five. Man, yeah, it feels that way. All right, let's talk gas prices. He's working the story for us today. Our buddy Alex Stone, ABC News. All right, Alex, oil prices skyrocket. 
marketing as expected because of Russia and what they're doing uh, in Ukraine. Are we looking at four? Are we looking at five in a month? Well, I know. I want to move to Arizona now. Uh, <laughs> around my house, it's like 5.30 right now, oh. a gallon, and, and going up went oh. up about 10 cents overnight. So, yeah, it's uh, it's bad and only going to get worse. We know based on what oil prices are doing, down a little bit today, but they went way up to $110 a barrel yesterday, mm. that based on that, we still have a lot more to go. The, the, we're doing the prices right now from week, two weeks ago. So a week, two weeks from now is what we're going to be paying based on what's happening now. And number of states today, four bucks a gallon being the average. L.A. and the San Francisco Bay Area, first time ever. Over $5 a gallon is now the average. Uh, there are a lot of places that are above that. These folks out uh, out doing it. They are insane. It's a real shock to the wallet. Going up and going up, and then it's up every time. Every time it's bigger number, bigger number, bigger number. It's at $74 right now. Yeah, and it used to be 50 last year, so it's a big, it's a big uh, there is There's one gas station right now in L.A. There's always the, the outliers, but there's one selling for almost $7 a, a gallon for regular unloaded. Who's stopping there? It's people who are sh- like like Chevron and some of these people have their own they have their own credit cards and stuff. Yeah, so people are going there for that. Yeah, but it's not bringing it down that much if no. you're doing like seven bucks. Yeah, listen to this guy in Pennsylvania. I fill up every other day. It cost me a hundred dollars. Two three times a week. Two or three times a week, a hundred bucks oh. every time he fills up. And then uh, we heard from Vegas rideshare drivers today, where they're just parking their cars. You know, every time we do gas prices, you go okay, but people have to pay it, and they're going to go on. They're not if, in the rideshare world. They're going look. If I'm going to make two bucks a ride because of what I'm paying for gas right now, it's not worth it. That they're saying that the incentives that Uber and Lyft have given them haven't been enough to to keep up. Now. We did hear from a professor at the University of Tulsa today who says U.S. oil companies could, if they wanted to, produce more oil than they were before the pandemic and that they have not gone back to those numbers. He believes because higher prices are better for the oil companies, for the shareholders. Mm. He says there is nothing in the world uh, in U.S. law that would prevent them from uh, producing more oil if they wanted to here domestically. I mean, it's a simple answer. They can if they want to. The question is, how come they haven't? And by the way, he says the XL pipeline, we got to get working on that again, unlikely under President Biden. But he says, obviously, a longer term deal if we got into this again. But the pipeline being abandoned, that, that we got to we got to go down that road again. But we need that oil. We know the Biden administration is not pro oil and natural gas. They're not. And they need to be right now. But short term, what do they really do? You heard the president the other night say releasing uh, oil or gas out of the uh, strategic reserves. That is enough for about one day of what we consume in the U.S. That is symbolic. That's not going to do a whole lot. There's talk now about completely cutting off Russian exports of oil. Well, get ready then of what Mm. gas prices are going to do. It's going to go nuts. So no good answers. A lot of it is long term. But but as of now, you're going to be paying more. There is no question in another week or two. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk then. Oil prices may be even higher, and they're going to keep going up. Alex Stone, ABC News, the bad news on gas prices. Thanks for breaking it to us. You got it. Thanks, guys. One thing you got to ask is, when are people going to take the red canisters and start filling them up? Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. But don't you think we're going to start seeing it? Didn't we start seeing some of that? during covid and the panic of people taking plastic bags and filling up their gas yeah, tank. yeah remember that it was so stupid. so ridiculous or like put it in my hands yeah put okay. the gasoline in my hands yeah hold, hold this match here's my shoe people are so stupid <laughs> my goodness 
I think you're going to start seeing the red uh, gas canisters. Really, I really do. I think you're going to start seeing that. You and might, and then that's when you just need to tell everybody to settle down. It's going to be uh, we tough have for a while. more than enough oil on the planet right now. We're just not pumping it the way we should be, and we're paying more, and we're paying more. Right. So that's that's just it. All right, coming up next. Coming up next, toddlers wandering the street aimlessly. Why did you send your kids there? We shall discuss this straight ahead. Let's get us some chat show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Toddlers in the street in Glendale. So this place called Happy Days, there was a gate that was either left open or these toddlers in Glendale figured out how to open the gate. They went on an adventure. Listen to this. Arizona's Department of Health Services, who licenses the facility, is now investigating. State records show Happy Days 3 has been cited more than 50 times over the past three years. Some findings include rusty or splintery playground equipment or staff members inappropriately punishing kids. In a case last year, a child walked into a kitchen unsupervised and picked up a knife. The daycare's also been fined for a repeat offense, putting pillows and a blanket in a crib with sleeping infants. Oh, gosh. So I have a question for you. We know that these kids got out, they escaped. We know that they've got 50 citations before. If you're now, is that a lot of citations? One of those things. Fifty is a it, lot, man. It, yeah, but you it know, sure sounds but like it's a like, lot. It's like I, I, got, I have a buddy who's a trader in the stock exchange. He's got hundreds and hundreds, and you get a citation for like, oh yeah, you, you know, your shoe wasn't tied, or or like, it, it, yes, fifty or a lot. Let me ask you a question. You have a three-year-old little daughter, Charlie. You going to send her over here? That's no. a long drive. If it was right next to your house, you going to send her there? No, no. So my question is, why are parents upset? Your kid was in the middle of the street. Why are you upset? Did you not even look up and see what the violations were for this Why is in the city, if 50 is so bad, why do they allow them to continue to operate? That's a good one, That's too. probably a better I, a question it's than It's not a better else. question. The best question is, if you're a parent, you're upset that your kid was in the middle of the street. As a parent, did you do any research on this place? Because you can't just leave it up to the city. You're a parent. Your only job is to protect your kid. Well, hold on a second. I mean, you could yelp them and you could look, but the but reality is... they didn't. Yeah, well, th- I mean, again, that's their fault, but why that's does the I'm city saying. allow them to operate if if you go to a, a place and the food they make makes everybody sick every i don't know 10 days yeah uh don't they, go yeah but you may not know but the city should have come in at some point in time and said you guys can no longer operate i think it's a parent's job to figure out if this is going to be a safe place for the kid and if i know the kids are walking around with knives i'm not sending my kid there no did these parents at this place do any research but you know what dude sometimes it's not even about that sometimes you look at it and you also realize it's a budget it's a budget thing and you can't afford to send your kid down the street to to happy feet because happy feet is 290 dollars a week or 310 dollars a week and this place is 125 and you take it you know i mean it, it sounds that that's also a budget thing so you're going to send your kid well, they're so, not looking for, they're not doing that kind of research. You know, a lot of okay. people don't do that Why kind not? of research. Why not? Because because I, the average person, you and I would do research like that, right? The, but people go buy a car, like, there are people who research the hell out of a car. But they that's want a car, about, Chad. No, this but is I'm, your kid. Yeah. 
Chad's right, though. It, the budget thing is is it's huge. A, it's huge. And you know what? You're not in that situation. You don't make a low-wage job that you can't afford to lose. You're going to get kicked out of your house or not be able to pay the exactly. electric bill. So they've some, the, some of these people, and it, I mean, that's kind of a broad approach to everybody who has their kid there. But it, you do have to take budget into consideration. I'm Those not saying you of, don't. Well, but that may but be you, why. But don't you also have to do some sort of research and find out if this place is safe? Well, usually the maybe research that you get it. from places is what? You're going to go ask You're your gonna friends. You're going to go ask your neighbor. You're ask your neighbor. The people, that, oh, my I, my kid goes here. We've been here for two years. We've never had any problem. Or my cousin owns that place. There you go. So that's a lot of what happens because you're, you're more apt to... to Take somebody that you knows, you know, uh, endorsement of something than you are just on something online because nobody trusts. Half nobody. The stuff online. Yelp. I, I sorry. Oh God, I don't no. trust Yelp. No, no, not people even put their own reviews there and everybody who's angry puts a review there. Right. You Usually can't trust you get anything. A, you get one bad meal at a place and then they torch yes, on Yelp. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even go there. So, so, but I'm asking, did parents do their due diligence at all or did they look at the price and say, listen, that's all I can afford? Probably. We're just gonna, OK, that's not good enough. It's not good enough, because if you're upset that your kid was in the middle of a street in Glendale, I mean, price is huge. I totally agree with you guys, but also safety is huge. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. And uh, like, But still, at the end of the day, people make so many decisions, especially in a time when gas is heading towards four and a half to five sure. bucks, when inflation is kicking everybody straight in the grundle, and they're working as hard as they can to try to keep up with it. What did we read today? What inflation is costing the average uh, Arizona $500 extra a month? That's $6,000 a year. Yep. If you got a kid, man, price is, is so many things. All right, we got a couple minutes. Let's uh, let's change gears a little bit. Let's do that. All right, uh, at uh, five thirty, Matt Salmon's going to join us, Republican candidate for governor. So he came out, and who's the who's the white nationalist? That would be Wendy Rogers. Okay, right. Uh, he said she should be kicked out. Yeah, would like her bo- to quit. Pretty bold. Uh, you didn't must hear, go. You didn't hear Ducey say that. I haven't heard any other uh, candidates for governor say that this woman should be removed because she's disgusting and despicable. And the things that come out of her mouth. What does she want to do, wise man? Steve Zinsma, she wants to hang everybody? Is that what that's what she wants? Right. Let's hang the enemies. Let's just let's all get together. Here are my enemies. Let's hang them. She <laughs> she <laughs> said something the other day. Let's one let her, her make the laws. When she when she got kicked off something, <laughs> one of her tweets or somebody said something. She she pointed to Jesus, Trump, oh. and now her standing alone, being persecuted. Oh gosh, oh my goodness. You know, um, when Salmon joins us, let's pick his brain on this. Why come out and say that? He has come out much stronger on this than Governor Doug Ducey. Uh, because Ducey said last week, well, listen, you know, in not so many words, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, Ducey said, I'd rather have a white nationalist than a Democrat. That's basically what he said. We asked former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer, who would you rather have? She said a Democrat. So we'll ask Salmon, who would you rather have, a white nationalist or a Democrat? Let's see what he says. Salmon at 530. Becky Lynn at 5. She's got the sure? KTAR. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. KTAR uh, news uh, expansion thingy. We're going to expand that news.